1: Welcome everyone to the Take Get Home Podcast. I'm your host John Larocca, and on today's episode, I'm going to talk about Wrestling Open's one year anniversary. This event took place on January 5th, and it's been a while since I checked in on Wrestle Open. And I always want to say Wrestle Open, you know, because I, I my love for Wrestle One in Japan, but Wrestling Open. It's been a while since I checked in on them, and I always liked the the product, the concept of. Uh, uh first come first serve young guys and gals get on the card uh two hour show which i always liked i love two hour shows um that was kind of my goal for when i was doing premiere wrestling um i always wanted to keep the shows two hours two and a half hours at the most um and it's and it's been fun they, they book a lot of really good talent at wrestling open and i was watching pretty consistently for the first six months and of course kind of got busy with other things so I didn't really cover and even watch too much wrestling open though I would try to check in here and there on a match that seemed to perk my interest but overall you know it's been it's been a while so I saw the one year anniversary happen and I'm like you know what I'm gonna check out Russell open again and cover it for the take it home podcast so that's what we're doing today uh the first match was uh uh, a fatal four way tag team match for the number one contendership for the Eliminator Cup Tag Team Championship. It's a lot to say there. And there's a lot of people in this match. It's there's like, you know, I said, four way, fatal four way tag team match. You had milk chocolate, Brick City Boy, the Stetson Ranch with his BRG and Danny Miles, not Tony Stetson. He was not there, but Danny Miles. Who is the uh, enforcer of the uh, Stetson Ranch? And versus, And also, the last final team was a fun tag team of Love Doug and Bobby Orlando. Honestly, four way tags, fatal four way. I mean, I wasn't super excited about this one, though I like all everyone in this match. It's just four ways. You know what you're going to get? A bunch of dies. Bobby Orlando nearly killed himself on a die. It was scary as hell. Um,. Uh, you know you know the drill uh brook city boys won which they they're a really good team i really like them a lot um they hit their finisher on love doug and that was it i, I mean i honestly it's like like i said i'm not a, just over four ways and three ways and they're just always there's just all the same now and it is it's not just on the independent wrestling scene it's just everywhere i'm just it's just tired of it i'm just not interested in it i'd rather see traditional tag team matches or these guys you know having singles matches on the car because they're all they're all good talents it's just putting the four-way and a a quick match just eh, not my thing and it wasn't a good start to the wrestling open one year anniversary but uh but i'm looking forward to watching these guys and continue watching these guys in future in other matches because like i said they are they are pretty good um match number two was a talent i never seen before tj crawford versus desmond cole um During commentary, uh, they said that TJ Crawford was injured most of 2022. Uh, TJ Crawford's gimmick was that he would lose control and be very uh, 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 intense and violent, and then kind of bring center himself. So, but I liked his work. I thought he was pretty good. Um, I liked his look. I liked his work. I liked his selling um i think he has a lot of potential i I, don't, I did not look to see how long he's been wrestling but um he was a real pleasant spies and i was uh i, I really want to see uh more matches with him. i believe the card they just had on um on thursday wrestle opens on every thursday on iw tv so if you have that streaming service definitely check out wrestling open um and i he just recently wrestled ryan fancy ryan clancy who was a one of my favorite young talents out there today. So I'm going to definitely check out that show um, this week as well. Because I really want to see that match. And also the Ray Jazz versus Ichiban match. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's exciting for the most recent episode of Wrestling Open. But, um, but this kid was good. I, I liked him. I really like Desmond Cole. He's like a short, stocky uh, wrestler. A lot of charisma. A lot of, lot of energy comes out. I love his look. I love the overalls look th- with the spray painted graffiti on them. He kind of reminds me like, man, if you found a nice tag team partner that really could complement his high flying style, but kind of have that urban, urban, uh, style as well. You can kind of recreate a more updated version of the public enemy. Um, desmond's a great flyer like i said he's all this charisma honestly desmond cole has you know doesn't have the experience of the public enemy of course but he also has, he has definitely has more charisma than these guys did and you find a good partner for him i think they could be he could be they could be one hell of a tag team I, you know I, that's what i would do because you know cole is undersized i know it doesn't mean as much in this day and age of wrestling but he just looks like be the perfect. He'd be perfect in tag team wrestling, you know. Uh, making that hot tag, doing all the flashy stuff. Um I like this match. This was a fun little match. Um Cole hit this sweet looking standing her karana and he just spiked DJ Crawford on top of his head. Um Crawford did like a version of the angle slam, but instead of picking up his opponent and falling back with him, he throws him straight out. It just didn't look good because the it was a move where you could clearly see there's obvious cooperation with with Cole jumping outwards. it just it just looked goofy um, Crawford did this awesome sell when he was on the apron he took one of those indie kicks those jumping in the thing that you see like a million times on all indie shows and um he did this great like stumble sell on the, on the apron which i thought was pretty awesome and and this that was like one of my favorite things of the match like that little sell that was was great and just uh and he won with the like kind of like a springboard European uppercut, which I was kinda surprised about. I thought it would be Cole would be the one getting the win here, but um but yeah, and, you know, good match afterwards. Desmond Cole tried to shake the hand of uh of TJ Crawford, but Crawford denied him and seemed like to have some internal issues over that. So you know it was kinda like of these matches were like, that was kind of sucked. One had to lose, but like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to defeat and then push both these guys and maybe put in different matches. But overall, I, I really I really liked it, and uh, it was a fun little match. And, and uh, you know, definitely after that first four-way tag team match, it was, uh, it was definitely what I needed as a viewer. Uh, next up was a uh, another singles match, Ray Jazz versus Ted Goods. Uh, Ray Jazz, in my opinion, one of the best young wrestlers in wrestling today. Um, it's cool to see that ML- MLW, si- you know, I don't know if he signed him up or they're just using them. They're teaming up with, uh, he's teaming up with Little Guido, kind of recreating the full-blood Italians and, you know, teaming with uh, Little Guido, Damian Stone, just could be, do nothing but good things for Ray Jazz. Um, it's, I first saw Ray Jazz on wrestling open. I was super impressed by him. I love his, his collegiate background, all his pedigree and stuff, and um, he was doing this this gimmick, and he's still doing it to this days. The jazz tip of the day, and, and you know, obviously trying to think anything new. Like you know, have a little rough start with it, but he kept at it, kept working on it, uh, worked on his delivery of the jazz tip of the day, and now it's like fantastic like people are automatically just he's getting heat right away and in a great moment because you know he goes he gets the mic from the ring announcer and he's going to do the jazz tip of the day and right right when he says that boom ted good's music hits and the crowd pops it was was cool right um i like Ray's jazz is uh showing some some pretty good aggressiveness aggressiveness in there um uh, Ray Jazz has been undefeated in wrestling open since they started, which is, you know, pretty cool. And whoever does eventually beat him is gonna should be a pretty big deal. Ted Goods is a, you know always a good veteran, looks good. Um honestly, I thought this was the most professional wrestling match on the show. Um I love the finish. Ted Goods is going for his uh backpack stunner, but Ray Jazz was able to rake his eyes and get out of it and just lock on his beautiful backslide for the pin. Um just great. Good, good, good little wrestling match. They kept the they kept the action going. It was it was short. It never it never it never got old. Um and yeah, man, it, it's just uh a really good match. So it definitely One to watch for sure if you're watching the one year anniversary of Wrestling Open on IWTV. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube
0: TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out of market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. go to your happy place for a happy prize go to your happy prize priceline
1: now match number four this is one to freaking skip this match just pissed me the fuck off honestly when i was watching it uh bronson bear former Bear bronson of the of the tag team bear country and aw now known as the iron savages And Bronson comes out, he has slimmed down, he looks in great shape. I'm like, okay, I want to see what he's going to do. I want to see him destroy the CPA. And CPA is exactly, he's a CPA. He comes out, wears jeans, a tie, button-up shirt. He's kind of a goofy-looking dude. And I'm like, okay, well, Bronson, he should just destroy this guy. It should be a quick, quick win. Like, let's, let's get this guy Over, he looks like he wants to try. You know, maybe he's trying to try some new things. Like, just this should be a quick match, right? No, this was not a quick match. This was absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) I even just (laughs) I don't know how this even like be allowed. Like, why? Like, what for Bronson? Like, he's gonna give this guy who doesn't look like much a million things. And he's going to keep kicking out. It was ridiculous. Um, it's like, why even book Bronson? And he still won. And he won the match. Like, why have him win? Like He got over. He did not get over. He went over, but did not get over. Bronson did here. Like, right away, Bronson just, like, trucks CPA and starts cross-facing him on the ropes. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. You know, so like, this is starting off pretty good here. But then CPA basically no-sells it stands up, takes his tie off, throws it at Bronson, and they get into a hockey fight in the middle of the ring. And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I was like, "Oh no, this is not going to be good." And it it just got worse and worse. Bronson gave CPA, German suplex on the apron. Now we're giving Job Guy's German suplexes on the t- apron. Like ridiculous. Like that should be used for a main event spot and, you know, used for a very important spot in the main event, not just done on the match four um oh, this is stupid and then cpa is he's just getting way too much on bronson hitting a flying drop kick and a flying det bronson hit a top rope angle slam on cpa it took, well first of all it took way too long to set up and cpa kicks out i could not believe it oh, finally bronson hit a back suplex And it was a total flat fucking finish, and it just this is one of the worst matches I've seen. It's like ridiculous. If if Bronson thought he was getting over this match, he didn't. And CPA, I I get it in that maybe he has a little cult following there, but what are you going to do with that guy, right? What are you really going to do with the guy? You have you have other talents on the card who are fun mid-card acts that still even though they're a little flashy a little flamboyant or you know like a, a bobby orlando or a love a love duck like those guys are, are perfect in that role and they look like athletes and you could you know even though they're kind of goofy you still you know they're, st- they, they're still good wrestlers right cpa does has none of that in my opinion So I just don't I just don't get it. You know, I'm spending way too much time on this crappy match as it is. But this was just horrible. This is just I would never I wouldn't bring both these guys back. I want to bring both these guys back just because Bronson should know better, you know? He should know better. And you know (laughs) I just don't get I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um I should have just skipped this match, I I was about to, I saw CPA come out and I've seen him wrestle many times, you know, and I just, just, just not, just not into him. Right. I don't, I don't get it, but I'm like, okay. When the bronze came out, I was like, uh, hoping for, like could just uh, a quick match. So I'll watch it. And it wasn't. And I'm surprised it didn't hit fast forward, but I guess I want to see how ridiculous it could get. And it, it just got completely ridiculous. So um, this is definitely one to skip. The next match was a women's match. Tina San Antonio versus Layla Le- Luciano. Uh, apparently this is a rematch from back in October. Uh, Luciano's big move was a giant swing and she teased her early, but you know, San Antonio escaped. Um, things started off pretty good, but something got crossed up after the up and over by, uh, by Luciano. It, it, and both the women look just completely different pages. Uh, Tina San Tina, Tina Tina San Antonio cut off Layla Layla and then you know she slowed things down which is great she's they, you know she's a veteran so she kind of brought it back down and and but you know Layla Luciana great look great height good athlete but she's of course very green very herky jerky very hesitant about things um, but there's a lot of potential there just needs more seasoning and uh working with better people and in in tina san antonio she looked she looked like a a pretty decent worker i don't i never i don't think i've seen her before and i i liked what i saw from her um luciana hit this pump panel slam two count i thought that was a finish but then luciana goes for her giant swing but san antonio just sits up digs into her eye of luciano and and it's a disqualification so uh, very rare disqualification finish in um, wrestling open. I'm, I'm sure they might have had some and maybe I didn't, uh, wasn't watching, but usually it's all pretty much clean finishes in this promotion. And, um, yeah, um, you know, a lot of potential there with Leila Luciano. It's just needs to work more and, and get more reps out there. And um, I was pretty impressed with Tina San, San Antonio. I want to see her, uh, more of her work here in uh, wrestling open. Match number six. Pedro Dr- Donez and the main event versus Rex Lawless and Perry Von Vicious and Rip Bison. Um, Pedro D- Donez and the main event are heels. Donez is a good heel, but the main event, it just <laughs> it's hard to take them serious as heels. They're, I think they're a good mid-card Bayface act, but... You know lion he's the heavier set member of the team in a lion mask and he, it's just hard to take him seriously i don't believe him as a heel right i just don't believe him as a heel um like i said i think they're better as baby faces you know lion as a he's a bigger guy but he can move pretty good um it's it just i don't know i wasn't i wasn't really uh believing their heel act here uh Donis threatens the injured Lawless knee. He gets on the mic and does this before the match. Cuts a promo for the match. Rex Lawless is, you know, he he comes out and he's looking great, man. Slimmed really down since the last time I seen him. Uh, Looking very good. Um, Opening section of the match, Rip Bison body slams Donis and tags uh, Lawless in, who delivers a splash to Donis. I thought this was... Kind of, like, anticlimactic because you have uh, Pedro Donas before the match cutting that promo. This is going to do the Rex Lawless. He's going to break his leg. You know, he's never going to wrestle again after he's done this match, blah, 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 right? So to get some heat, like, it'd be cool. Donas, the heel, talks a big game. But once, you know, Lawless tags in, he, you know, scurries out and tags out because he doesn't want to get, you know, face Lawless when Lawless is fresh, right? You know, he wants to he wants to get in there with Lawless and Lawless has been worked down. You know, that that they could have built to that. It just They just did a bunch of stuff. This match had no real structure to it. Um again, the main event, not good heels. Um Donis is good. He has a little attitude. Um Donis finally starts to work on the knee of Lawless. Uh but when ma- but when main event comes in, Lawless starts making a comeback, and eventually chops Block, they bunch of chop Block Lawless, but, you know, who's then able to to tag in Barry on Vicious. It's just kind of like no flow to it. And after a comeback by the baby faces, the heels ref- refuse to return to the ring and there's a count out. And yeah, I don't know. After that, you know, so we're kind of hitting a little little rough patch here in uh, on the wrestling open one year anniversary show but um it seems like they're trying to make Pedro donez and main event a a big heel group but I just there's there's other other talents I think they could really make a nice heel group on the top of the card and I don't I just see main event filling that role. Before the main event there was a special uh announcement um out came the miracle ones and Ichiban uh Dustin Waller cut a really good promo. Um really impressed by it. Had some uh good charisma. Good Bayface face promo, Hyped the crowd up. I I think Dustin Waller has a has a bright future. Has good size, like height-wise, but needs a, I think he needs to fill out with the, his body and add some muscle and, you know, eventually evolve his look. I think he will. He seems like a young guy. So he's, he'll definitely, I think he's going to, I think he's one to watch. Definitely one to watch. And, and, and they're a good team. They're a fun, exciting Bay face team. And, and this crowd loves them. Um, the big announcement was wrestling open. will now have their own championship, which will be a good thing. Cause that was one of my critiques with wrestling open is that, you know these matches happen. There's no championship. What are they wrestling for? You know, like like what's the goal? Just you're just winning matches. Uh, it's not like we talk. It's not like the days that we talk about. Well, they get the winner sir the purse. You know, you don't even hear that on commentary. Um, so now they have a championship, and I think I think it's a good thing. And Ray Jazz comes out, and he's upset that you know. He's not out there for this big announcement because he is, and he believes that he is the face of wrestling, wrestling open. Um, so it ends up with Ray Jazz challenging Ichiban to a match next week. And that's a good match. Ichiban's like a uh, really good, good talent, mask wrestler, exciting. Ray Jazz, another exciting young wrestler. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked for this match. And I, I just saw that IWTV Finally loaded it up um, on on their network because I was looking for it this afternoon because I wanted to watch it and I think after I record this show tonight I think I'm definitely going to go and, and, and check out that match and that uh, 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 Ryan Clancy versus T.J. Crawford match. I'm really, really excited to watch both of those. So um, pretty cool wrestling open championship. Uh, they're going to have a probably a, they said they're going to have a tournament for it. They got a lot of people that they They could do a lot of great. They they have a lot of good talent that they can make a really good tournament. So, I hope it's kind of a a bigger tournament. I hope it's not like a four four man or eight man. I I I like to see at least at the minimum be sixteen. You can just you know definitely do you know because wrestling opens every Thursday on IWTV. So you could definitely get through. You could do thirty two wrestlers you know be, make it big as like well the Crocker cup is 24 but i always thought you know it should have been 32 because i hated that i hate that some teams got buys and stuff so you know you could do 32 and make it a big deal or uh you know i don't know that's that's kind of like what i would do you know um but hey, i'm looking forward to who's gonna come out as a champion i think there gonna be a lot of a lot of a lot of good matches in that tournament and i think it's a, it's a good hook it's a good hook for this year after year one so um, excited about that for sure. The main event—it's kind of one of the shorter shows because the main event was a 60-minute Iron Man match between Alec Price and Channing Thomas. Now, when I was younger, I was a fan of Iron Man matches, but as I got older, as I, you know, started understanding that. You know, sometimes Ironman matches are just not that exciting because you know the time. You know it's going an hour. You know it's you know that first thirty minutes. Or sometimes are just kind of like, yeah, we got thirty minutes. You know, it's just you know we still got to hold another thirty minutes after this, and it's hard to really you know keep one's attention. And there's been some really good ones, of course. You know, um, I think the thirty minute. Time limits better for an Ironman match. Um, I really like the uh, Rick Steamboat, Rick Rude match from Beach Blast 92. That's a pretty good one. Rick Rude versus Dustin Rose from Beach Blast 93 is actually pretty underrated. Um, but I think, you know, 30 minutes is perfect. Of course, you know, Iron matches are kind of all over the place these days. You have uh, MGF and Brian dancing going to be wrestling in an Ironman match at the pay-per-view in my, you know, here in Northern California where I live at, at the, uh, the Chase Center, so for the 8-day pay-per-view, which I, I think I'll be in attendance for that one. um, And so, but, you know, like I, you know, I really like both these guys. Alec Price, you know, talk about top young at- talents out there in wrestling today. He's definitely one of them. chain Thomas, too, as well. And, you know, I, I see Alec Price getting, you know, flowing out here. He came out to the West coast. They flew him out the West coast here and you know, and well-deserved because he's exciting. He's a hard worker. He's a hustler, but Shane Thomas is, is really good and he's not as flashy as an Alec price or, or others. And I think that's what happens when you have like these bookers or promoters who just, you know, they're into the flash and they don't, they're not really booking really, really good workers and and people that could add so much, you know, like you, you so many people can do the Inziguri on your card, you know what I mean? Like so many people can do high flying. It's just you know, you wanna mix up your card with some very and then Chan Thomas is like a classic wrestler. He can work Bayface, he can work heel, good size, good look. Uh so I was pretty excited for this main event even though I'm not a big Ironman match guy fan, I, I want to see how these young kids could pull it off. 60 minutes. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, it's, it's hard. And I was just curious how they're going to pull it off. Can they make it work? Where they put everything in the match. and, and I, I, they missed the boat in my opinion. And we're going to talk about the match, but I thought they made some mistakes of when they put some certain things in and they should have put up some more stuff at the back end, but but yeah, so it—I it, respect the hell of these guys for what they did, and and you know, you know two young guys gone there for an hour—it's you know, no easy feat, and they and they look good, man. They look good. They 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 definitely had the cardio for it. Um, but let's get into the match. Uh, right when the bell rang, um, right before there was even physical contact between these two, Channy Thomas, manager, City uh, uh, Bacchus. whatever the manager, (laughs) who's basically, I think this guy would be a good manager, but he's such a gimmick of a manager, right? He's just, he's a parody of a manager. You don't, it's like, he's, you know, his gimmick is that he's his old school manager. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, You know, he talks about old school people and talks about, you know, stuff from, you know, Texas and the Von Ericks, And it's just, it's not heat you know, you're just being a parody, like be yourself, like be different, you know, be, you know, I think if he just would just be real and, you know, instead of parodying a, a, a trying to parody an eighties wrestling manager, I think he'd be a lot better. You know, he's a, he's a good talker. And I think it's a good look for a wrestling manager. I, I would kind of scrap the, the fake hair, the toupee that he has. It's, 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 more goofy than heat getting, you know. Like, now if he had lost his hair in a hair match, you know, when someone you know beat his guy and he had to shave his head and he was showing up after that with his uh, toupee, I I, I get it. I don't know if that's happened or he just I don't, I don't know, but not not in wrestling open at least. You know, wrestling open. He's the first time I saw it, he had this. they had this stupid hair piece on, and again, like Chain Thomas. Is you know has that star appeal? It honestly the the manager brings him down a bit, right? It's an eyesore. Does he doesn't add to the package? He takes away from the package, in my opinion. But uh, right off the bat, like for any physicality, happen this match, bell rings, and Channing Thomas' manager quickly hands Thomas some brass knuckles, but the referee catches him and gets on the mic and tells. Channing Thomas' the manager, that it's no D. You know he's not going to disqualify uh, Channing Thomas because he's not used them but he kicked out the manager. And this went on and on with the manager, you know, hemming and Homin not getting out, and they're just eating up time. This is what this is for. Uh, just eating a lot of time in the opening minutes of this match. Um, at one point, the you know Sydney the manager starts heading his way back to the the locker room but he quickly turns around and he runs back in again to please case and some more some more time killing stuff here and then as as thomas is uh as as thomas is pleading with the referee as well and you know Alex price slips slips behind him gets him a roll up one two three and price wins the first fall now this would have been better in the middle middle of the match or maybe yeah maybe the in the middle part portion of this match where you know thomas is in the lead made by one fall and then alex price evens it up and starts having some momentum and the manager's freaking out at ringside oh my god we're losing control of this thing you know we got i gotta stop this you know that's where he tries to slip uh you know thomas the the brass nuts, the referee catches him. Instead of making this for, they took for instead of taking forever here, the ref getting on the mic and all that stuff. It should have been a quick, like, I caught you. You know, you're out of here. And then Tom Channing Thomas, you know, protests, what the heck are you doing? The crowd's popping. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right, right, right. And then Alex Price once again goes and and gets the uh gets the roll up. And then and then Alex Price is up. You know, one one fall. You know, say it's like you know now he's up four to three, right, or something like that. Just to say. Um, and now Thomas is desperate to do you know to get that moment of back. But I just didn't like it right in the right in the beginning here. It just didn't it just didn't work. Didn't feel right for me. I'd rather see them open up with some wrestling, and no, I would like to see him No one win a fall in the first like twenty minutes. Um. Uh, You know, because, they, you know, these guys are both top guys here. And um, I think, you know, I'd like to see more of it. Not not all out action, but, you know, a nice little pace going on, you know, building, building to the bigger stuff later in the match. Uh, Soon after this, they end up like brawling on the floor. And apparently it's, it is no disqualification. So because Shannon Thomas could have used the, the, the brass knuckles at this point, I felt like there's no disqualification and there's definitely no count cause they're on the floor for ever. So no disqualification, but there is, disqu- there is apparently disqualifications. We'll talk about that shortly here. I mean, they're doing all this stuff on the floor. They're getting thrown, you know, Shane Thomas is throwing price over the gimmick table. Price is doing spinning D by you know kicking off a fan and uh Price ends up on top of the bar and and doing a dive off the bar and and you know it's it's you know but they're out there forever. So I'm like, well is there a count there's no no count out. And again I felt like this was so sort of early on they could have saved it for some the, the middle, you know, section or the back end. <coughs> because, you know, We didn't get much wrestling so far. It's just been kind of all out. and I don't know. I want to see, like, build it up from the beginning part. But Chan Thomas eventually gets a chair and and hits Price with the chair. And now the referee finally disqualifies him. So now uh, Price is up 2-1. to But then soon, you know, Thomas with the chair shot, pins Price, evens it up 2-2. And during the rest period, like a 15 second rest period, I believe they said, Uh, like during this rest period, the price, you know, Thomas started beating up Price with the chair, you know, during that rest period, should have been disqualification, right? I guess during rest periods, you can do whatever you want, apparently (laughs) stupid, Um, you know, then he hits a pile driver on Price on the chair, pins him, pins him again. And uh, after the rest period, and now it's four to two Thomas in the lead. And I think the scenario I talked about earlier, where if you had the stuff with the the manager interfering, getting kicked out, that's when uh, 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 Price gets uh, the quick roll-up pin there. And and that could have been where soon after this, this is where Thomas... Grabs a chair, clocks Price, gets purposely disqualified. But he does that to he sacrifices a, a, a fall just to do some really big damage to to uh, to Price, and, and then you know hits the power driver. I don't like a power driver in the chair. I think that's way too much. You know, I'm an old school guy. I think you should protect the power driver. I mean, power driver. Hitting a pie driver and guys kicking out of it, I still not a fan of. But power Driver on the chair, even though he didn't kick out, it's still like that. Should be like he should be done for the match, right? But no one has any kind of constraint anymore. It's just would it's all just do whatever. Um Thomas hits a uh a fisherman suplex, beautiful bridge, beautiful suplex. Pins price now Thomas is up five two. Uh, Price hits a flying lay drop for the pin, so now it's 3-5. Price has a top rope blockbuster for the pin, now it's 4-5. Price is still down by one. Um, It gets tied up 5-5. It's late in the match. Thomas hits his finisher, the pile driver, but Price kicks out. And I'm like, wait. Oh man, this guy—you know—got hit power driving a chair earlier. Should be, you know, if he's, you know, after taking such a powder on chair earlier, he's next should be pretty damaged enough to where, if he hits a a, a powder drive without chair, should be done so right? Why 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 hurt your finish? You know, why it's—I don't know <sighs> Troll me insane. Um, so after the brawling, let's go kind of back up a bit. After the, all the stuff on the outside and now we're getting to the second half of the match, as with a lot of these Ironman matches, there's like a little lull of the crowd, right? But again, I think that because they did so much in the beginning, if they would have done some of this, the the brawling outside and everything towards the back end, people w- wouldn't have lost, you know, tired, been tired at this point. They would have kind of, you know, it would have been a pretty good flow throughout the match of energy from the crowd. And at the end you know price hits the scorpion kick and and he goes up six five and wins and time runs out but it would have been cool if they would have built the drama up where where you know the heel is is definitely you know in control and uses the heel tactics with the chair to get the unfair advantage by you know sacrificing this qualification using the chair to just go up on a like you know A few falls ahead of Price. Now, Price looks really deep in the hole, you know. And then he struggles to make the comeback. And finally, like, he gets that pin, you know, late in the match. Thomas is desperate to get the pin. He's doing all he can. And and Price is surviving. It just, you know, the crowd reacted big when he hit this finisher. Because that's his finisher and everything. He got the pin. But I just thought, like... To the wire it wasn't as exciting, right? As it could be, these guys are young. They never done this before. You know, I'm just critiquing what I saw, and you know, I think next time they'll do better. Really, I think you can only learn from doing a match like this. Um, but yeah, it 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 was. I would say it was a good match because I can't say it's a bad match, even though I don't, I didn't agree where they put stuff, um, how they broke the matchup. But it's, you know, I. I thought it was I thought it was overall a good effort from these guys. I and I and as you can tell from, you know, my commentary on this match is that I I really think highly of these guys. You know, as Alex Price is getting flown all over the place, I think Shane Thomas should get flown flown over the place as well. He just to me is the main event guy, man. I and I and I and I'm a big supporter of these guys. And if I mean God, I you know, I'm all the way out in California. And uh, if I ever started anything again, I don't know if it would be less, depends the budget and everything. But man, man, if if anyone out there, like, this is why really frustrating with a lot of promotions, you know, like, has like impact and um, even MLW, though, that, you know, I do like that MLW, you know, has taken some guys that have really good potential in the indies and, and feature them. I just wish they're, I wish they would, I don't know. Anyways, but Impact Wrestling, for instance, there's a lot, a lot of these young guys. I know they, they kind of sometimes they go to the old guard with a lot of the guys, and it's good to have veterans. I'm not knocking the veterans. I think it's good, but, like, some of the guys they've used, you know, they've been so long, and they haven't been featured on top, but they're just kind of there. It'd be nice to mix in some young guys and, 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 and you know, build up. These young guys and, and add some, some life to your promotion. Ten, I think a Chan Thomas would do that for an impact wrestling. He'd be perfect for impact wrestling. Um, definitely a guy who would invest in Alec price too. definitely invest with him, invest in him. Um, wrestling open has a lot of good talent and it's definitely, they're definitely a promotion and really worth your time checking out. And it's a, it's an easy watch. It's two hours of wrestling. Um, the matches aren't typically long. This is a you know a, a special case because it's an Iron Man match, but show really does flow. And you know it's it's no thrills. It's no like big entrance stage and and pyro, a video screen, and all that kind of stuff. It's just like a, a building with the house lights, and there's a curtain, and they come out, and there's a bunch of people standing around, and there's some people in chairs. But I will say this, man, the way Wrestling Open started, there was a, you know what, maybe 50 people in the audience kind of just, you know, standing around watching. And then now they they pack it in there, man. They really do. So, um, I think it's a, a testament to, uh, you know, Paul Crockett, what he's doing there and, and the talent he's booking. So, um, uh, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to yeah. Like I I'm going right after this recording, I'm going to, uh, fire up the IWTV and I'm going to check out their latest show that was featured again, Two matches I really want to see. The main event, Ray Jazz versus E.G. Bond. And of course, uh, on the undercard there. Fancy, Ryan Clancy versus uh TJ Crawford. So looking forward to that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh episode of the Take It On podcast. Remember, join our Patreon. Fight Game Media plus Patreon is five dollars a month. Give us a shot. We got a lot of great content on there. We have uh we have our you know, Garrett and I are getting ready to do our 1996 WCW Nitro review. Of course, we had a great time doing uh, Raw 1997, then Raw 1998. Now we're switching it up to um, WCW in 1996. We're doing a little bit different. We're kind of like doing 12 shows a month. So it's, we're kind of we're on our own watching a bunch of Nitros, and we're going to kind of gather all what we saw and kind of just have an open discussion about, you know, about what we saw for that month and cover the pay-per-views and we're looking forward to it. And uh, it's been a while since I've seen a lot of that 96 WCW. I remember being obviously pretty good. Of course it, uh, the, that was the year that the NWO launched a big, a big, big year for, um, for WCW. So looking forward to that. There's the breaks for impact podcast. They have, of course there's a, you know, they're on this, our free feed here that you're listening to take it home podcast on, but on the Patreons where they have all the dirt, all the backstage scoops. Um, so you definitely want to check that out. The five-star Josie shows on there. Um, anything you want, to, you know, th- the best experts on Josie wrestling, you know, of course we have boxing MMA. we have all that covered all the car special shows from our shows on the free feed. Uh, we have exclusive interviews with Dave Meltzer, exclusive interviews with John Moxley on there. So check it out, five dollars a month. Um, great content. I definitely you know, like I said, it's a cup of coffee. Just you know, scale back one Starbucks coffee that month, and uh, you'll be able to afford the uh, the Take It On podcast. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at LaRocca JL. Uh, hit me up on there. Let me know if there's any kind of shows you want me to review, match you want me to review, um, and uh, for consideration for the Take It Home podcast. I want to hear your feedback on that. And I hope everyone has a great weekend, and take care.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping